Hello and welcome to another episode of El Gover the Podcast. I'm Abdullah. I'm Tom. And we got a lot of weird news to report this uh, this um, this week. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, one of the weirdest stories this week is, of course, uh, Netflix buying Millar World. And for those who don't know, Millar World is, well, was Mark Millar's creator-owned imprint for all his books. So, yeah, that's pretty much his entire library. So it's kind of weird that a creator would sell, would uh, sell his, um, would sell his entire um, library of books to, to a to a major company. But I guess it, but I mean it makes sense because I, from what I read, uh, Millar has been trying to get, he's been trying to get um, work of his, well, he's been trying to get um, movies to be made of his other works, but he never got the funding to. And with with the with the Kingsman sequel coming out recently, there's going to be a lot more demand for his stuff. So I'm pretty sure that's why Netflix was like, okay, you know, Kingsman is his most popular movie property to date, and they're making a sequel. You know, let's let's get in on that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it makes sense in, in from a business standpoint because um, you know Netflix is looking to expand on on their de- on their comic book properties because comic book properties are the in thing now. I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, it seems we can't go a day without a, a new superhero movie being announced. And I kind of I kind of like this because it, it it has them expanding on to other properties that aren't Marvel or DC, and I kind of want to see more of that. I know Variant yeah. has been trying is trying to get something off the ground, but that that's you know that's not going to go anywhere. But M- M- Millar, and as much as I don't like the guy, he does have um, he does have a following, and he does have um, and he's an industry and he is a and he's a big name in the industry. So you know uh, we'll see what where this goes. You know are they gonna are they gonna? I mean, well, it's obvious they're gonna require streaming rights to all his movies based on his prop based on the properties of. Um, of his stuff, so you're probably gonna get Kick-Ass One and Two and Kingsman. Yeah, and what did he do? Wanted as well. Oh God, I forgot about yeah. that. So yeah, there's that as well. With a young James uh, Ma- Ma- McAvoy. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna have all that in one place to go and watch now, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um... It's going to be interesting to see um, if this partnership works or not and what content is going to get made. It's going to be uh, reinventing some of the uh, memorable stories he's done or is it going to be um, sequels, tie-ins, or original content for that matter? I mean, that, that is, uh, is in print, for those who don't know, is, all, is, is, um, is his shared universe. I mean, the books might be published by different publishers, but he still owns all the rights to those to those comics, and, they, and he has and he has admitted all of them take place on, under one universe, and that is the Malar world. Yeah, that's kind of a weird name. I can't get over that one. But no, uh, uh, Marvel, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, he spent I mean, he spent eight years at Marvel developing comic books and story arcs that inspired the Avengers film, Captain America: Civil War, and. And the most recent one, which is Old Man, Lo- uh, which is Logan, based off Old Man Logan. So it's going to be interesting to see what direction it's going to go in and uh, what they're going to do with it. Um, again, I think he's done done this at the right time. Cool. Again, like you said, um, Kingsman Two is going to be coming out, and if that does exceedingly well, they're going to put invest a lot of money into his upcoming projects for Netflix. If that does ridiculously well. I kind of want to see Jupiter's Legacy be be made into a Netflix TV series because I think that would work perfectly. Yeah. Because that that's a great that's a that's a pretty decent comic book series. One of the better stuff he's done recently. Yeah. What I mean, the, the, there's a few of his properties when you look at it, you're like, okay, that probably will work better. That will work better, or that will work better as a TV show. You know, I think Wanted would work work better as a TV show rather than a film if they redid that. I mean, my problem with Wanted is, like, it's just, it was clear he, he wrote it after Civil War because he was just so frustrated with the comic book industry at the time, and he just wanted to vent out his frustrations about everything, and and it shows. It 
fucking shows. Plus, I, yep. I was never a fan of making the lead characters look like Eminem and Halle Berry. I thought that was just, I thought that was just dumb. I, I just... Yeah, I, 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 I don't like that book at all. It's just garbage. Just complete garbage. I fucking hate it, but... But you know what? Um, I like Kingsman. Kingsman's a great movie. Probably the only property he's done that I like, and I'm looking forward to the sequel. It looks awesome. Looks fucking insane and, and stupid and and over the top. And Lord knows we need that right now in our comic oh, book definitely. movies. In our comic book movies. Plus, yeah, I would totally agree with that. Plus, it's more interesting than the recent James Bond movies, which is kind of depressing to think about. Yeah, that is kind of. Yeah, that is kind of sad. You know, Colin, I mean, I swear to God, like, anyone who's actually seen that movie, watch that movie and tell me Colin Firth would have never made, would have, would have not made a great James Bond. Because he would have. He, he <laughs> He's basically playing James Bond in that fucking movie, and don't tell me he isn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I see him. So, you know, there's that. And um, moving on to other news, um, we finally have a release date for Adam West's last performance as Batman. Uh, for those who don't know, Adam West recorded his lines for the sequel uh, for, for Return of the Cape Crusaders, which is based on the 60s Batman TV series back in November of 2000, um, 2006, 2016. So yeah. he recorded in advance... And he recorded, of course, with these movies, they record all their dialogue in a separate studio, which I don't, which I'm not a fan of. I think, you know, to get the best performance out of actors, you should have them all together in one studio, but that's just me. I understand why they do that to save time and plus, you know, to, to, to you know, balance out schedules and whatnot. But um, he recorded his lines. It, it's done. It's his last performance as Batman and... And interestingly enough, I'm I kind of I'm kind of curious about this because I want to see William Shatner as Two Face so bad. Like I want to <laughs> see that. I want to know what that's like because it just sounds so crazy and stupid, and it just works because Sh- Shatner is a hammy actor. And Shatner, you know, if they allowed him to ham it up as Two Face, I'm gonna be excited because. They needed to make him have it up as Two Face. If not, then then um, that's gonna it be was. disappointing. It's gonna be really disappointing. I because originally what is it? They wanted him to do it back in the sixties, back in the time. But um, I think a lot of um, network um, producers and the um, censors at the time didn't want to do it because they thought Two Two Face was gonna be too scary of a villain to do, and. Um, they always wanted William Shatner, so um, they managed to do this, make this, and it has happened, and we are going to finally get it. Um, this is not the first time Two Face has been involved with the Batman '60s property before. Um, there was that special one-shot annual they did with Two Face, based on the unwritten script that they were going to use. That was a weird fucking comic. comic. Yeah, that was a weird comic. Very, very weird comic, but. We're finally getting it, and like I said, we're also getting Burt Ward um, reprising his role, and also we're getting um, Julie Newman. Yeah, Julie Newman. Julie Newman as Catwoman again, who reprising her role in this film. Um, I think it's going to be cool to see. Um, I mean, it's like at the moment they're not they're not that much advertising for it at the moment. That's mainly because um, well, I mean, we got it, Batman and Harley Quinn coming up. Yeah. They're gonna advertise the shit out of that. Oh god, yeah, they're they're coming on at the moment. That's actually getting a theatrical run, a one night theatrical run. That film. I read and, about and, that, and, and we, I already talked about my feelings about that movie. I think they're trying way too hard to to, to appeal to nostalgia, but I'll wait. I'll wait and see it until I've seen the movie to judge it on my own. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they did show it off at um, San Diego Comic Con um, that went past this year. Um, mixed reviews from from that, from what I've heard. Um, but no, it, it's going to be cool. Um, I like I like the art style for the poster they showed off for um, Batman Two Face. Looks pretty cool. I like Two Face's design because that was you know his original design in the Silver Age when he had the the, the green. 
face, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he wore very, a bow tie, which was weird. <laughs> yeah. Very Jekyll and Hyde style look that they're yeah. going for. I think they, they've been advertising it that, as that. I, I hope when they do Shackner's performance, they do put his um, quirks in with his funny movements he used to do. <laughs> I hope they do that in the animation. Because even if you've never seen an episode of the original Star Trek, you, you need to just to see how fucking atrocious his, his acting is. Oh god, scene. it's been it's been parodied so many times. His acting on Star Trek, I um, can't remember it was. I think it was the Simpsons that did an episode on it, and basically the way he sat in his chair every time he spoke a line, he basically was in like a weird position or something like that. <laughs> oh, that was Family Guy. <laughs> oh god, I can't remember. They all start to blend in at, by this point. Oh god, I think my favorite William Shatner moment is when they got him when they actually got him to come back for Futurama. And they actually made him made him do do a do a do do the the written word. Um, what was it? Because uh, if for those who don't know, uh, look up Shatner Rocket Man because he, he did a spoken word version of Rocket Man, and they got him to do Futurama, but they got him to do spoken word of the real Slim Shady. Oh my god, that's amazing! I've got to see that now. Because he did that in, in, in that Futurama episode where he's like, "Will the real Slim Shady please stand up?" And then and the guy playing the Russian guy's like, "He can't do a spoken word uh, version of a rap song." And the bad guy's like, "He found a way." I love that fun. episode so much because it takes the piss out of the fucking old Star Trek series so much. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool to see that. I mean, say what you love about Chatner, but you can't deny the band's fucking entertaining and all his atrociousness. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it is going to be a bit sad to see um, Adam West's final performance as Batman. But again, at least his final performance is, you know, being Batman, was he practically everyone remembers him for. So, not a bad way to go, I've got to say. And it's kind of weird that they actually did... Um did make two animated movies based on the Batman 60s show because um, there's not a lot of nostalgia value for the Batman 60s TV show. Not a lot of people are actually fond of that incarnation of Batman. No, um, it's one of those weird ones. Uh, you either like it, you hate it, but it has this following. And, you know, the first film did well enough to warrant a second film. So, you know, there is a fan base out there for it that likes it. Yeah, well... And we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And uh, moving on to to more superhero news, um, we got a, we got a first look at, at Josh Brolin's Cable from Deadpool. And oh, gotta say, pretty badass. The only thing <laughs> I don't like is like I I don't understand why he has why he has a fucking undercut. Why did why did they give him an undercut? He should get got like a crew cut. Because that, that's what. I don't know. Um, it looks all right to me personally. Um, he looks pretty spot on. Um, I, I like the little touch in the photo they gave him the teddy bear. You know, oh, I yeah. thought that was cool. <laughs> I thought that was cool because I thought I, I was wondering myself, okay, are they going to give him that teddy bear or not? And I'm like, oh, okay, you have to do. They give him the teddy bear, and yeah, he, he looks like Cable. I can't, I can't really complain about it. He looks like Cable. I know his color scheme is a bit dull. But again, Cable's one of these characters that gone through how many costume designs over the years? Oh, you can't beat the Liefeld one shoulder armor. Oh, God. That would not work. If he had that in this film, it would literally be like, um, what is it? Um, Saturday Night Live. Um, the Saturday, oh, God, what was it called? What was the sequel? Which one? Oh, God, it was the dancing one. Um, Night of the Roxbury? No, um, Saturday Night Fever, I think it was called. Oh, Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> oh, God. But the, but the sequel, you remember that big puffer jacket? I never saw the sequel. I've only seen the oh, first one. Yeah, but basically, I can imagine it looks something like that. A mixture of that between, between that and Martin McFly's jacket from Back to the Future. Oh, God. <laughs> It would not translate it well on screen, that that costume design. But, yeah, I, I, I think it looks pretty cool. 
I mean, he looks more like the actual character than fucking Domino does, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we had a run about that last week. There's no point going back to that. The metal arm looks cool, though. I was kind of curious. Were they going to give him the cyborg arm? But they did, and, well, yeah. And it's practical as well. So it's actual actual prosthetic and makeup and what, what, what not here in the costume. So it looks cool. I mean, it's not like fucking Colossus, who was just completely CGI and, ugh, looked well, horrible. Well, this Colossus looks better than, let's say, another CGI character, Cyborg. Oh, what was it? Um, God, what was that fucking movie with? Oh, oh, fucking, what was it? Thing from from Fantastic Four 2015. Oh, that looked God. awful. That looked awful. Yeah. You can't tell me that didn't look awful. That looked pretty bad. Yeah, I remember it now. Ooh, yeah, that, that, that was not a good character design. <laughs> And he's and he looks better than fucking twenty twenty fourteen Robocop, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Fair enough. But no, um, again his current skin's pretty plain, but again he's from Popsalyptic Future, you know, they don't have that much choice for colouring, you know, so yeah, that colour scheme looks fine to me, you know. And I was and I'm and I'm kinda giving him credit for getting into shape for it, especially considering he's you know he's really old now. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, good on him. And good on him for actually taking this role, considering the last comic book movie he did was Jonah Hex. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That oh, happened. Dear. That that happened. But, no, I mean, he looks pretty cool. And, you know, he looks like Cable. So Yeah. Can't complain. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I just noticed he has a fingerless glove on his. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's that's a nice touch. It's, it's to... the slight details. It's the slight details they got, which I like, about the costume design. I, I, I know I saw went online and someone basically put the comment and said, need more pouches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he needs pouches on his pouches. He needs pouches and a big giant ammo gun. Like, just, just yeah. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> he just need a gun that's bigger than his body, shoulder pads, and tons and tons of pouches. And they'd be perfect. But again, it's a really cool design. I, they've done a good job of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of curious when he was cast, because I'm like, yeah, can he pull it off? But no, nah, you know, it looks cool. Looks. He looks like the part. And considering, and keep in mind, we're talking about Fox here, you know, so with them, it's like they don't give a shit when it comes to character designs in their movies. I, I hope, for the love of God, he never cracks a smile or laughs or anything like that. He just stone cold, deadpan for the whole entire film. Oh, please tell me he plays it straight. Please tell me he plays it straight. That's all I want to know. If he plays it straight for the whole entire film. With Deadpool basically just rant and rave and basically do one-liner jokes. That's perfect. You got their relationship down in one go if you do that. So, and yeah. then the occasional cable killing Deadpool for being an annoying pain in the ass now and again. But, you know, if they do that, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, they have to make a joke about him being the son of Scott and Gene. That has to happen. Oh. <laughs> All you need to do is basically say, well, I'm the son of... Basically, that and then Paul just breaks the fourth wall and looks at the camera. And yeah, you thought the timeline was already messed up already. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm curious to see how how well he does, but you know, good on him. At least he's doing something that isn't fucking voice work. You know. <laughs> yeah. At least I'm actually playing Cable and not fucking doing the voice of Thanos. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I actually feel sorry for him because he's like, oh, everyone comes out and they're, you know, excited to talk about their characters. And he's like, yeah, I, I just do the voice. <laughs> yeah. And this time I actually get to be a badass. Woo. Oh, have you seen the, speaking of Thanos, have you seen the concept art for Thanos with him with his with the fucking under, with the fucking undershirt and shit? What the yeah, fuck? What that. the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know. The, the, it's Thanos casual day. <laughs> he, he just got up out of bed and probably be wondering, 
you know what? I can't really be asked to put that suit on. It's just too much clothing. I'm just going to go cash for this. World destroying today. Can't be asked. It's kind of weird because it's like this is the most time they tried to humanize him, and I don't know how I feel about that. To be quite honest. Well, there was that. Was it? There was a really good storyline that was back a few years ago. They did when they basically talked about his origins and when he his childhood and everything like that, and that was quite good. Because my problem with Thanos is like he's very very complex character until recently where he just became a generic villain. Yeah, but I think at the same time, I think they had to genericize him a little bit because, you know, he's going to be in the upcoming film and they want more people who are going to check out the comics when they see him. Basically, they want to see him in the comics. You know, it'd be a bit high way. Oh, yeah, he's been in this comic. Oh, how old is that? Oh, well, you know, over 10, 15 years old. Oh, oh, oh I, don't, I don't want to read that. I want to read something more recent with him in, you know. Oh, God, are there people like that? Seriously? Yeah, no, yeah, I can imagine. You'd be surprised. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I usually, you know, try to mix things up. I mean, if, I, if I'm not enjoying it at a current run, I'll just, like, go and read an old story. Like, that's just me. Well, that's that, that's new readers. That's the problem. And if you want to get them hooked, you're going to have to show them something new. Well, I mean, but, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of weird, because speaking as, as from a writing standpoint, and you'll probably agree with me on this, it's fun to create new new IPs, but it's harder to sell new IPs because people don't want new IPs. They want oh, something God, yeah. that's familiar to them. <laughs> well, that's the reason why Batman is literally carrying DCs back at the moment in comic book sales. Literally, the week just gone. Look at the comic book sale. Every single DC book, probably exception of Flash, was a Batman book, and even then, the Flash had Bat. The Flash issue that was in in the top ten had Batman in, in it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, such a shame, but yeah, that's kind of the sad reality of it. Especially considering the the rest of the the rebirth stuff is really good, so you know it is what it is. Anyway. Um, God, what else? Speaking of familiarity and um, and uh, what was it? Familiarity and nostalgia. Sonic Mania. We actually got a look of, of their new um, time time uh, bonus stages and stuff, and it looks pretty cool. Oh, it's awesome! I love the fact that they um, that they. Um, that they kept the um, the the original gra- looking graphics from the 3D era. I like that. <laughs> they could have um, could have cleaned it up, but they didn't. I like the fact that the bonus stages when you're running when you when you actually try to get in the castle when you're running through, it's like a mixture of like all the different bonus levels from different Sonic games. Like you're running through it, that's like a bit like. Not all chaotics and Sonic 3D Blast on um, Saving Saturn. Um, you got the blue orbs and stuff like that. That's very reminiscent of Sonic 3. You got like the birds and the fishes flying through the air and stuff like that. Again, Sonic 1 reference there. And you got the spikes. That's Sonic 2. You know, it looks really, really cool. I, I like the mixture of it. and also even the style around the UFOs and stuff like that. That's some sort of CD. They put they put a combined effort of all these different elements from all these different bonus stages into one group, which I think is pretty cool. It makes it gives it its nostalgic look, but originality feel to it. Plus, I love the fact that they're creating like entirely new stages based on old um, on old uh, assets. Yeah, and also I like the fact that they finally brought back the blue spears as well. I like they brought them back. I'm, I'm curious to see how they they look, they look gorgeous, but I'm curious to see how they're going to play out. And we're only a week away from that. It's out next week. I know, and I hope I don't get burnt because I pre-ordered the collection edition of that, so let's find out. <laughs> how much do you pay for that? Mind I- me asking. <laughs> I don't remember, actually. It was over a year ago. I ordered it back August of last year. Wow! <laughs> That's how far the pre-orders were. Originally, it was supposed to be out like two months ago. But, you know, it's like, well, no, we're not going to release it. We're going to push it back two months. So, yeah, I've been waiting for over a year for this game. 
Wow. But I'm getting the Sonic statue of it, so that's nice. So, you know, something to collect dust, I guess. <laughs> it looks pretty, but it just collects dust. <laughs> yeah. Go remember when people saw that. Went, oh my god, is that a real working Saber Mega Driver? <laughs> no. Oh, you can get those for cheap nowadays. Yeah. Like they're not like NESs. NESs are pretty hard to get now, but Mega Drives and or Genesis, they're they're fucking easy to get. Yeah. Well, because if you heard about the recent article that some people have been writing about um, classic video game consoles, they reckon the Atari consoles are going to stop working within the next 10 to 15 years altogether. I'm actually surprised they actually lasted this long, to be quite honest. Yeah, they basically said the internal working, basically the batteries inside of them are basically just going to stop working. So unless you physically open them and actually replace all the cells and batteries and the parts that need to replace in it, they're not going to work anymore. And speaking of Atari, they announced a new console after how many years? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's 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 not going to happen. <laughs> but no, I, I think the special stages look really cool. I'm I'm really chuffed about them. I think they're going to be lots of fun. They're going to be different, but they had a, a uniqueness of homaging classic stages that had come before mm -hmm. at the same time. So you know, yeah, good on that. I mean, I'm not a huge Sonic fan, so I, I, don't, I don't know any of this, so... Uh, and it is it is what it is, but, you know, if, I mean, if you're into Sonic, you'll probably enjoy this. Oh, no, okay. But, but probably... Yeah, for, for, probably for people like me or Passersby, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Oh, I remember that game. Didn't that Sonic used to be good? <laughs> what happened, Sonic? <laughs> well... Let me tell you a story about a, a group of developers called Sonic Team who never learned their lesson and never listened to any criticism. And when they finally do get a formula right, you went, fine, finally, they finally worked out something. No way we're going to change the whole thing over again. <sighs> I mean, honestly, I, I'm actually kind of hyped for Sonic Forces because it's going to be a beautiful fucking mess, I can already tell. <laughs> That's going to be interesting, I can't wait for that. Because it's just it like they're trying to introduce so many new elements while trying to keep it as similar to, to to Sonic Generations, and I'm like, yeah, this this is not gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> trying to please too many people, it's not gonna work. It's gonna fall down. Yeah, how it goes, how it goes. <laughs> I still can't believe there are still people out there still bitching about the fucking voice acting. Good lord, it's dead, people. It's officially dead. Just lay it. Down. Stop beating a dead horse. God, that's yeah. nearly over ten, almost 10 years ago. Fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, God, what was it? Because the four kids actors came in uh, on, on Shadow the Hedgehog, right? And that was 2005. It was either, it was either Shadow or Rush. Because I remember they, they originally... Yeah, they struck a deal with Sega, and Sega's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, cut, you know, cut our costs and just, like, hire the Sonic X voice actors, and yeah. <laughs> I want to say Sonic Rush was the first one that they use voice samples of them at least. I'm not even sure. That's going to bug me now. Find the computer room. Find the computer uh, room. <laughs> that game can go suck a load. But no, yeah, Sonic, it was Sonic, yeah, Shadow and Sonic Rush. Yeah, those two games that came out that year, so yeah, it was one of those two. And now everyone wants Jason Griffith back. Just fuck off. He's actually a pretty nice guy. He's actually, have you actually seen his Facebook page? He's fucking oh, moved he's, on. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's having a kid and everything, so, you know. <laughs> I've moved on. I don't care about Sonic anymore. Just, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to have a life of peace. Yeah. I'm pretty nice dude. Mike Pollock is awesome, though. He's just... Yeah. <laughs> he just does not give a fuck. Yeah, I know. I, I love that. Basically, he's like... He's one of the nicest people you can speak to, but at the same time, he's such a... Um, he does not say, care. He does no, not he, care. <laughs> no, when people ask him the instant details about Sonic the Hedgehog, and basically he's like, well, you know, it's just, it, it's a job. It pays. 
I just love the fact that um, someone posted a video on, on his Facebook page, just, you know, saying, oh, you know, so-and-so said this about you, and then he just tore that guy a new asshole in the video. I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the reason why you don't mess with my Pollock. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, oh, I didn't, ru oh, I ruined my career because I was in, like, a shitty, you know, video being Queen of bullshit. Okay, yeah. Says even though he's still the only play for four kids voice actor who's still around, you know. So, yeah, yeah totally ruined his career. Totally ruined well, his career. Yeah, I know. People still still try to egg him and say, "Yeah, you were in this," and it was like that horrible spin-off thing of Ratatouille or something like that. Yeah, uh, Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And, and and basically, I, I love his reaction when people do mention that to him. But he said, "Well, it pays the bills." I, I do like the fact that when I spoke to him and about it in the interview, he tried to like sarcastically say, you know, I, I'm proud of it. I mean, if you can stomach the, the movie, if you can stomach watching the movie, you know, maybe you'll you'll enjoy it. I don't know. <laughs> he's good. He's, he's always good to talk to. He's, yeah. I know, because he just does not give a fuck, and I love him for that. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to other... other um, other stuff. Let's let's talk about bullshit. Oh, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. Oh, sweet, sweet Cameron. Does anyone want an avatar? An avatar two? Raise your hand. <laughs> Wait, what? Avatar is still a thing. Keep in oh, mind. Uh, keep in mind. Two years from now, Avatar will be ten years old. Keep that in mind. No one wants it. Everyone's gone on with life, you know? And it's one of those things where when you look back at it, you're like, yes, yeah, Sigourney Weaver was 10 years younger here. Just keep that in mind. Oh, did you, did you, hear, did you, did you hear about that? Uh, apparently they... She was even too old for, for the role then, so they had to CGI her wrinkles away. Oh, God damn. I heard, I heard about that. Because I'm like, oh, she kind of looks off. And it's like, oh, she doesn't look that bad. But then you see a picture of her at the time, and it's like, wow, she actually got old. And and it's weird because you look at her, and she's actually one of those actresses who actually aged gracefully because, you know, she probably didn't do, you know, fucking plastic surgery and ruin her fucking face, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, this is why I'm always curious now with, like, quote-unquote young, young celebrities now and stuff like that all when they're going to get in their 50s and stuff like that, how horrible their face are going to look dismangled and everything like that. Oh, have you seen The Rock recently? Like, how, how weird he's starting to look? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look that bad, per se. Yeah, because he's, you know, he's reaching 50. He's reaching 50. <laughs> yeah, but he looks fine. I'm just kind of curious. I mean... Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. has actually aged pretty well when you think about it. I mean, you kind of forget that he's like 55 now or something. 54, yeah. 55, so he's almost 60, so it's kind of weird to, to realize yeah. that. But no, James Cameron, oh my god, he basically leaked some more details about it. Um, basically, he talked about, um, about it, and apparently it has been confirmed that apparently... Um, Stephen Lang, um, Colonel Quadchick, whatever his name was, would return. This is the storyline for the next one. Spoilers. This, but keep in mind, despite taking a pair of four-foot arrows in the chest. Also, I think, I think one of my funniest Avatar memories is like when I saw it because I saw it with my sister. And and she she actually pointed this out in in the movie. She's like, "Oh man, is is the bad guy gonna die? Is he gonna die? Because he just kept taking all these hits." And he's like, "Is he gonna fucking die so I can leave? <laughs> this movie's too fucking long." Good. Well, that's Shane Cameron. And not him and Peter Jackson are the worst criminals of overextending their films. Should be way too long. Oh, you but mean no. let's take let's take one novel and split it into three films? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> so yeah, apparently can reveal that Quantric won't be regarded to a support role or repeal slowly in flashbacks. Rather, he will continue to menace Jack um, and the Navi and the other novel throughout 
all five movies. Keep in mind, it's, it's pretty much it's pretty much the same movies. characters, even though all the actors have aged horribly now. <laughs> again, they're all older, and well, again, for for most of the main character, they got turned into the Avatar creatures, so you need to just record their voice lines. <laughs> no, seriously. So you know, they done that. So what they're going to do, they're going to introduce the... Because they basically want to do a five-suit... Uh, what's it? Five-movie saga. And apparently, originally, when he originally wanted to do this, apparently he compared, like, the, the five-movie saga would be stuff like, I don't know, like, take, be, like, the Godfather and Godfather films with gangsters and apparently, like, the Dark Knight, he described it as as well. It's like, what the hell is going to be happening in these films? You know, Godfather meets Dark Knight. What the hell, you know? Another thing you got to keep in mind is like he's been he's been hyping this shit up for how many years now? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, my so, problem yeah. my problem with Avatar is like it is the ultimate style over substance movie. Like legit, you will never find a movie that has more style over substance than Avatar. You just cannot at all. I'm, I'm just so glad um, that film did not win the best best film at the Oscars that year. Still, sadly, the highest-grossing movie ever made, which is just depressing when you think well, about it. <laughs> the only reason why that is the highest-grossing film of all time because it got released twice. It got released twice in the cinema, basically once in 2014, and then got re-released again. Got re-released again. What was it? The following year. Oh yeah, they released it in 2009, and then like to 2010, like they released an extended version, and I'm like, what the. Fuck. <laughs> the extended version had like an extra ten minutes, and all the ten minutes was was a sex scene. Yep. <sighs> That's the only reason and keep why. In, it and, keep, a... and keep in mind that movie is like what three fucking hours long. So yeah. Yeah, they give you an extra ten minutes, and they spent nine nine million on the re-release. And just so they can pull people into buying it on Blu-ray again. Because double dipping always works. Oh yeah, because remember when they released the first Blu-ray of Avatar, there was no extras on it. Then when they re-released it again with the extra, with the re-added scene into it, then they put the extras onto that DVD and Blu-ray. Yep. Biggest dick move ever. That was. Who else but Big Fox? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, apparently. Um, the interests correlate to, of basically, I'm reading this off the Empire Online website. Yeah, um, I'm looking at the article right now. So, yeah. basically, blah, 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 same shit. Pretty blah, much. Blah, blah, blah. But no, I just love the fact basically, um, Quentin's body was smuggled off world um, by the um, departing um, humans, and he will return, return more machine than man. Why am I getting weird, like, Jack and Dexter's free vibes from this? <laughs> Is is more machine now than man? Man. <laughs> oh my god! He did mention I'm, Star Wars pitch as well. Christ! I'm cyborg. I'm a cyborg, Morty. I'm a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm cyborg Rick. Cyborg <laughs> Rick. Oh, this season Rick and Morty be amazing. I'm Pickle Rick, Morty. Yeah. I'm, I'm turning myself into a Pickle Morty. <laughs> oh, Rick, did you do this to get out of therapy? No, no, I just want to challenge myself. Why is a giant needle dangling above your head with a timer with a pair of scissors about, about to cut it when the timer goes off? Um... I love that episode because it's just such a great homage to cheesy action movies. I'm like, yes! <laughs> I love it. Plus, Dan Danny Trejo. Probably the best thing Danny Trejo has done in a long-ass time, and that's depressing when you think about it. <laughs> um, Jaguar. That Morty is the reason why you don't go to therapy. Jaguar. That was an amazing episode. <laughs> I just finished watching it not too long ago, so it's on my brain now. That's all I can oh, think that, about. <laughs> I love the ending of the episode when like, Rick and Morty about to die. And basically, basically Jaguar just turns up and he, and he said, Wait, Rick, who was that? Wait, that's the reason why you don't go to therapy, Morty. <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> 
I, I, I hope that is a recurring gag through, throughout the show now. Oh, I just love it. Love this season. Season three has been great. It's been massive improvement over season two, in my opinion. Season two was okay, but season three looks like um, it's just three episodes so far. All been great. Let's let's keep it up, guys. Let's keep it up. But yeah, uh, uh, Avatar two can go suck a fat one. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's they're saying twenty twenty. It's not gonna happen. Oh, twenty twenty now because I heard that it was gonna be on twenty nineteen. But no, no, okay. Heard it's it been gonna... pushed back again. Oh. <laughs> just say you're not making this movie. Just say you're not making it, okay? No, because so then. And then, and then Disney are going to get annoyed at him, but what happened with the, um, you know, them wasting all their money building the Avatar Land at the Disney Park that no one talks about because not a good Disney Park. It's the one with all the animals. Oh, God. I'm, I, I saw that, and I'm like, of all the properties you could have, like, outsourced, you, you had to pick this. Why? Like, of all the properties you own under, like, your other, your other production it. companies, this is the one you pick? Really? Yeah, the world of Avatar. Really? I, I mean, think they have a ride as well. I can't remember what it's called, but I'd say this at least Pandora looked pretty at night time. <laughs> That's all I can say. Hoping the fucking Star Wars or Tells are worth it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they got set, you know, we could have had a Star Wars land, but we didn't because of this shit. Well, instead, we get Star Wars hotels because. Fuck you. <laughs> and that theme park has only been been open since May, the 27th of May. Really? Yeah, the abandoned area was later estimated to cost approximately 500 million. They spent 500 million to build that thing. For a franchise nobody gives a shit about. A franchise that's over 10 years old. Almost 10 years old. Yeah, it's going to be 10 years old two years from now, which is insane to think about. Yeah, and you know what? That film doesn't get made. Disney are gonna, Disney are gonna kick themselves for doing it. I mean, it's Disney. They'll, they're, 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 they. Oh, they're fine. They, 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 they got money to blow, but still, at the same time, it's like, god damn it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, this is worse than making a pirates movie. I mean, because the pirates, yeah, sure, you can, you can bounce back from that, but you actually wasted money on the fucking theme park to promote this shit. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So, moving on to... To... To probably the most weirdest story we're going to cover this week. Oh, H- HBO got hacked. They got hacked badly. Yeah, oh my god, this is insane. So apparently a group of hackers hacked, hacked them and they're threatening to release 1.5 terabytes worth of data. So yeah, episode spoilers for Game of Thrones, the star's personal numbers, email addresses, everything. Yeah, basically the group has told the company of um, CEO to pay multi-million dollar ransom. Or else that the 1.5 terabytes of shows and confidential corporation data are going to be released online. Oh dear. <laughs> this is probably one of the biggest handles biggest hacker scandal releases since the Sony one, I would say. I know, and it's, it's just like... pretty big. Because it's, it's, it, it put, puts everyone in jeopardy because you have everyone, actors, producers, directors, writers, everyone who's worked on Game of Thrones and, and their other shows, they're, they're in, they're in um, serious trouble. Because for those that don't know, with the Sony hacks, a lot of personal information was was leaked, and most of the stuff they discuss in emails is upcoming projects, projects that they don't reveal to the public, and that's how they do it in show business. Like they plan this shit ahead of time, and they actually talk about this and privately, and then say, "Okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do that," and they exchange ideas, you know, through a private email server. But sometimes that private email server gets hacked, and I just feel sorry for everyone involved in this because fuck it. Yeah, hell. I mean, I mean, you've like years and years of work basically are going to get leaked online because of a cyber attack, and um, 
it's kind of sad that it this does happen. But again, this is how some people make make money for a living. And um, I mean, apparently there was a five minute video letter from somebody calling themselves Mr. Smith um, to the CEO, chief ex, um, exclusive. Um, Executor uh, Richard Plater, I think his name is. The hacker told the company to pay within three days, or they would put put the online, basically put the online HB sh- HB shows and call. Basically, when the H- HB shows, basically Game of Thrones being the biggest, but apparently they got a hold of some other shows as well. Yeah, I mean, you gotta remember, like Ballers is another big one. Yeah. That's so, a huge one. Yeah, so if they have, like, Dwayne Johnson's personal shit in there, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, God, basically just a bunch of people are going to be calling up Dwayne Johnson in the middle of the night. Right? Hello? Wait, wait. Why do you tell Stone Cold to he went home with his ball? Jesus Christ, man, that's how many years ago now? Get <laughs> over it. <laughs> Why did you do Baywatch? <laughs> when are you going to do um, – what are you going to do in the next Scorpion King? Ask Dave Batista. <laughs> Why won't you come back and save the current WWE product? <laughs> I'm making more money here. <laughs> but no, um, apparently the hackers demanded R6. Apparently there's going to be R6 month salary in bitcoins. Basically, they said they will give them. Um, that if they do pay the first payment, basically they will give them a six-month salary in Bitcoins, claiming that they will earn about 120 million to 150 million a year from blackmailing organizations. Those networks have been breached. They said they would only deliver directly with Richard, and only send one letter detailing how to pay. So basically, they're only saying the only person they want to hear from is the CEO of the company. They don't want anyone else to get involved. Apparently, along with the video, the hacker released 3.4 gigabytes of the files. Wow. So basically, to prove that they were not seeing, apparently the information they released, administration passwords, draft scripts from five Game of Thrones episodes, including the week's schedule, a month's worth of emails from HBO's vice president for film programming has been, been let out already. Apparently, it took them six months to break into HBO's network to get all this information, and it spent about five thousand just to, to pull this off. God damn! This is like fucking swordfish in real life. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The only thing you're missing is Vinnie Jones. You're missing Vinnie Jones, John DeVolta, and people strapped to bombs with baubles, <laughs> and, and Harry that- Berry. Being naked and then you get sadly depressed. <laughs> Topless Harry Bear, Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah. And then Speedboat at the end of the film. Oh, man. No, it's surreal because, like, how do you react to this? Like, especially with HBO, because with HBO, they're not like, um, they're a premium cable company. Like, if you want their shit, you have to pay extra for it. So, you know, yeah. think about how that affects them. You know. I mean, if they release the whole entire season of Game of Thrones online in full HD, Jesus Christ, no one's going to pay for the fucking H- HBO. Yeah, system. I know. They're not going to pay for that if they release the entire se- season, and and God help them if they have the the, the scripts for the upcoming <coughs> season, which is the final season. Oh, oh God, that would ruin them forever. If they oh God, those. that was in the same way. I don't want it to happen, but at the same time, I do want it to happen only for vindictive personal reason because. My fiance's family, all of them except for me, for, for my fiance, are massive Game of Thrones fans. If it does link online, I'm gonna spoil the shit out of them for it for them. <laughs> Just because they always bark at me, say, "Oh, why do you watch this? You need to watch Game of Thrones, Tom." Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, did you know? Is this how? Basically, it's just turned around. Anyway. Did you know it's all a hallucination from? Um, from the dwarf guy's perspective, and none of this actually did happen. It was all in his imagination and dreams. <gasps> <laughs> that always always simulation within the dragon's mind. <gasps> or it just ends ends in mid sentence and just fade to black. Oh god, like Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Or it just turned out to just be a big massive dream, and Jr's actually shot Jr. Have you ever <laughs> seen that video? Jr. Shot, JR shoots Jr. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> it was all a dream, sir. Yes, the year is 1965. <laughs> 1965, and we're undercover. What was it? Um, cops. This guy just does um, racing racing guys <laughs> speedway squad in color <laughs> oh, oh my god the fact that they all, get all, a... ends at a ch- all, all ends at a church it was all a dream oh my god or you just jump over a shark there's one of that there's that as well um i i don't know it's like Apparently, many uh, many more um, fifty independent documents have been released with, were labelled confidential, including um, legal claims against TV networks, a job offer letter served, top expenses, sales dispute. Basically, they got everything. I know. Apparently, got. Oh my god! It's, it's over it's, seventy. And it's horrifying because this affects people everywhere. And, and 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 I don't know what they what they can what what HBO is gonna do. Like they can't, um, you know, they can't hire anyone to look into it because you know, current state of things. You know, <laughs> I, I wonder how many many of the people from the cast of Game of Thrones will really change their mo- mobile numbers. Oh, they're probably all of them, all of them. Yeah. They change their their mobile numbers. They have to find a new private email server. Everything they have to like wipe everything clean now, cause yeah. they're they're fucked. <laughs> or the White Walkers, or the no, the first one. The White Walkers turn out to be a humanization of their own regret and fears and their own hatred for each other. Hmm. I can see important something like that, but again, that, that, that's just my theory. Oh, right, I. I uh... Like I said, apparently HBO leaks um, leaks have been limited so far, um, falling well short of the chaos infused on the Sony in 2014. Mm-hmm. Apparently, their stuff has been leaked. It's been this been better com- controlled so far, unlike the Sony one, which was just mass chaos. You know, like corporate email, corporate email, email information being leaked out. This one, they managed to contain it a little bit, but there's. Bits floating around. You look hard enough on the internet or the dark web, you can find these files. I guarantee it. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's it for now. We'll talk to you. Li- we'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.